This is the official Rising of the Shield Hero Season 2 Companion Podcast. Every Sunday, we release an episode on the newest episode of the Rising of the Shield Hero. So if you're wanting a fantastic and casual podcast for this entire Season 2, look no further. This is that anime podcast you've been searching for. Hello anime fans and welcome to That Anime Podcast for casual anime fanatics, where we talk all things anime in a fun and uncensored fashion for your listening pleasure. I'm your host, Jordo, and with me as always are my co-hosts and kin. We've got the baby brother, Brennan, and the oldest brother, Colton, here today to give you a podcast on the Rising of the Shield Hero on Father's Day. But first, have either of you guys watched anything of note anime wise or other before we dive in uh no i was on vacation all last week as that's why i wasn't here but uh no i just caught up on the weeklies shield hero spy family you know shit i'm like three weeks behind on spy family and skeleton night right now but, oh yeah i caught <laughs> up on that too but yeah nothing new i haven't i don't think i've watched a single episode of anime all week to be honest except for the shield hero <laughs> We're but, slacking. But you know what I did watch? Uh I watched the We Are All Dead Korean zombie twelve episode series on Netflix. Have you guys seen that? No. I watched The Boys. That was another one I watched. No, I know what you're nice, talking about man. though, Jordan. A little bit older now. Not older, but as far as hype goes, it's probably past that a little over a year ago, but I know which one you're talking yeah. about. Like the high school they're like in a high school when it starts. Yep, yep. Yeah. I was trapped at an airport for about 10 hours, and luckily I downloaded all of them before I went. And so I got to watch all 12 episodes in the, air, in the airport, and it was good. I think, I'm not sure, like, I guess in Korea, the uh, zombie, they're just just now getting on the zombie the zombie game. We've been doing that over here in the States for quite a while, but... I mean, I don't know, because Train to Busan came out. Man, I don't know, a while ago. That was only, I think that was only like three years ago, Train to no, Busan. No, it's, it's, it's at least like predates 16, I think. Oh. I mean, but yeah, I well, we had Walking Dead back in, uh, what? Since I graduated oh, high shit, school. Oh, that was like 2008, yeah. maybe? Yeah, and it's on, it's on its last season. Yep. So, I mean, we're kind of hitting that end phase of it here. Coral! Coral! Yeah. Yeah, trying to be another was Korean news. Oh uh, yeah, so pretty new. Uh, but another Korean news. I know this is an anime podcast, but uh, for all of you BTS fans, they are they have announced that they are now on hiatus. So uh, that that sucks for all of us K-pop fans of, of B- BTS. Arguments inside. I have a feeling that they're just no, it's taking million. time to discover themselves individually. I mean, it's just getting close to their time to serve in the military. You only put that (laughs) off for so long. Like, once you turn 30 is, like, the longest you can wait, so. I know. Even for South Korea? 
Yeah, they all. Yeah, have, every man. Everybody has every to man serve. has to serve two years oh, in, in Korea because it's such a small country. Oh, it's yeah, only it's true. eighteen months. I thought so that was North. It goes by pretty quick. North Korea. I mean, I say that, but I, I know mean, other I know yes. other idols who have gone in. You know, it just seemed like they were gone for like a year, and now they're out. <laughs> Whether they choose to they keep doing music idol. or not, what they call me artist. Is that BTS? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't like that song. You got it. It's called <laughs> Idol. <I know>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brennan, you watch anything good anime wise? No, I didn't watch any anime besides Shield. I've just been watching other stuff. Formula One race today. <laughs> um, I watched The Northman last night. Um, seen Top Gun, and then I've been yeah, watching Obi Wan, obviously. And I feel like there's one other live action show I'm also currently keeping up with that I can't think of. Finished Stranger Things. The Boys. No, I'm I'm not watching season three, but I just got access to some new streaming stuff like Peacock and Paramount. So from the in-laws, people call. So I've been people call it the cock. (laughs) Watching the cock. Some stuff on the cock. cock. (laughs) Paramount Plus got some good stuff too. So I've been rifling through there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they had to have known when they named it the peacock that people would refer, refer to it as the as the cock. Put it on the cock. Well, it's because it's NBC. Cock. It's NBC owned, and their little symbol was always the peacock feathers. Yeah, you know. the peacock. <laughs> it don't matter. People, they could have called it rainbow or. I mean, I peacock is pretty good name. Peacock. <laughs> yeah, it is, but people are gonna call it the cock. People are calling. I should. People are already calling it the cock, myself included. <laughs> um, oh, for all of you people listening, if you live in the state of Oklahoma, I will be going and potentially Brennan. Colton can't go. No, Sooner Con Thirty will be Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. That's the twenty fourth, twenty fifth, and twenty sixth in Norman, Oklahoma. And Johnny on Bosch, the voice of Ichigo. What's his last name? Kurosaki. 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 And the voice, I can't remember the name of the guy that voices Erwin Smith from Attack on Titan. They will be there, and I will get to meet them both. And I'm going to do my best to get a video with them or of them doing something cool, some voices, but it'll be the first time I've really ever met an anime celebrity, so I'm pretty pumped. Have you ever met a Power Rangers celebrity? No, but if I was going to choose to meet one, it would be this guy because the Black Ranger was, he was the best one in the Ivan Ooze movie. He, he went better than Tommy. He had that fucking, he had the frog, man. That frog yeah. came in clutch at the end. Well, because he got the kiss from the lady, too. <laughs> True. I forgot about that. Yeah, he's, uh, he's one of I wonder if he's going to be nice. Or if Is he gonna... original Mighty Morphin or was that the other guy? He first? was the no, he was a... he was the second Black he's, Ranger. He, he's Zach. the second Black Ranger. Yeah, Zach yeah. was the first Black Ranger. But a couple of them contractually cuz they was only paying those, yeah, he was, they were paying those kids like he, a thousand bucks like a week and they're like putting themselves at risk doing their own stunts and shit. So that's why like the Red Ranger, Black Ranger and the Yellow Ranger were all different after that first season or first couple seasons. Uh. Yeah, I forgot he was in the Ivan News movie, so he that's when he got big time. Oh yeah. Big time. Big time. Yeah, I'm hoping that he's gonna be really nice and it's not awkward because sometimes when you meet you meet people, it's like you have this expectation that it's gonna go really well and it's gonna be a fun conversation, but then you get in line and wait for two hours and you meet them and 
they're tired as shit from meeting fans and you're like nervous as hell so yeah i mean i wouldn't expect him i would just basically get in line have him sign something be like hey dude like i got a podcast you mind saying as ichigo to watch that anime podcast or she can say like hey can you say can you do light yagami's english voice saying uh (laughs) to watch (laughs) to watch that in or listen to that anime podcast you were naruto right (laughs) yeah and then he probably wouldn't but i'll keep everybody updated on how that goes i'm right now my plan is to draw ichigo kurosaki and then have him sign the drawing that i do so i can hang it up in the studio same with erwin smith i'm gonna get i'm gonna draw erwin haven't figured out what poses I'm going to have them in, but I got to leave some room for them to sign their names. I would just do Erwin doing Shinzo Sasagi. Oh, just yeah, hand over the, yeah, heart. the heart. Just salute. Hand over the heart. Stand. Sasagi. You don't think I should do it with him just like charging on horse with rocks just slinging through his body? <laughs> his body. Yeah, I do like Keep it simple. Keep it simple, yeah. Ichigo, maybe like a bloody. Just, you only got a week to Oh, draw I could do Erwin where he's whispering in Aaron's ears. Like, sorry, oh, that yeah. was a weird thing to ask. The meme one. <laughs> Ichigo, I'm for sure doing uh, in, in his Soul Reaper costume, the long black shit. If uh, anything, his final form. I mean, just recording from a distance, somebody's going to be like, hey, can you uh, say Bankai one time? <laughs> probably. Guy! <laughs> you probably hear it like 20 times waiting in line. <laughs> He's going to be like, fuck. Yeah. yeah. Another one? It might be just be recording on your one as you get closer because you know people are going to ask him to say some shit. Yeah. I'm going to ask him to say some shit. I don't know what I'm going to ask him to say, but maybe we'll become best friends after. I don't know. Maybe he'll think I'm like the coolest guy out of the thousands just of people. Just tell him, hey, I sent you a message once. Yeah, I you bring never that yeah. <laughs> He never responded. Hey, Johnny on Bosch, I've been, I've been wanting... You, you mind if I call you Johnny on Bosch or do you prefer Johnny? <laughs> I, I sent you an Instagram message maybe six months ago. Did you ever by chance see that? Do you run your own Instagram? I wonder what he would say. He'd be like, oh, shit, man. You know, I get thousands a day. Like, do you, though? Do you get thousands a day? Probably. Probably hundreds he probably for sure. Does. He probably does. But I have that to look forward to. That'll be Friday next week. So by the time we record Sunday, I will have updates for everyone on that. So. Anything else? Oh, Colton has anime news. Yeah, I got a little bit here, so since I wasn't here last week, but uh, Made in Abyss, I've been talking about it. Uh, season 2 gets third trailer with a July 6th premiere date. Um, I've been wanting to watch this one, so I'm going to try to watch it before it comes out. So, But for all you Made in Abyss fans, Season 2 is on its way here shortly. And I've talked about this before, uh, Solo Leveling. Anime website has been registered by same studio as Sword Art Online, which is A1 Studio. Um, the rumors of Solo Leveling getting an anime adaption have been going on for quite a while now. But this is probably the first time we have some real evidence of the hit Manwa series getting an anime adaption. Um, so people are looking forward to it. People say a Japanese studio would never pick it up because it bashes Japanese pretty hard from what I'm hearing. But uh, it looks like we may be getting something by the same studios as Sword Art Online. So I'm hoping it does because I'd really like to watch it because I've heard good things about it. All right, One Piece fans. Oda is preparing for the final saga by taking a one-month break. So 
Basically, final saga saying he's hinting it, it's going to be over after so, this. Like this is its final arc right now. After he comes back from his break, final arc's going to start, and he's going to do his final thing. And I think it sounds like it's going to be over. So all aboard the hype train. Yeah. So the one ma- piece is going to be flooding flooding the social media as next oh, month. Oh yeah. So the manga will series will return on July twenty fifth with chapter one thousand and fifty four. So yeah, that's a lot of chapters. Um, the legendary mangaka of Berserk. I used to I love Berserk. One He's of my dead. favorite. Yeah, he died. Of course, uh, was it last year. Mm-hmm. Left a full outline with Holy Land's Koji Mori, another mangaka, who will now continue the project with Mura's assistance. So, basically, before he died, he had a full outline how he wanted it to end. So it looks like it's gonna get continued. So for all you Berserk fans. Hopefully we can get it rolling and it like see what comes comes Dang. up with it. Yeah. Way to think ahead, dude. Yeah. Um, for all you Netflix One Piece fans, um, we're finally getting some first glimpses of the upcoming live action One Piece show coming to Netflix. Um, and got these beautiful pieces of concept art. You can check it out on Facebook or Google. You can find it pretty easily. But they got a picture of the boat, what it's gonna look like. It's pretty close in relation. Um, what the deck will look like and uh, some of the characters. So um, check it out. Da, 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 da. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, yeah, here's a cool one. Justin Lin, who was recently stepped down from directing the Fast 10 movie, will now direct a live-action adaption of the manga One Punch Man. I had that pulled up, too. <laughs> So we may be getting a One Punch Man live action. No, May it, it, it's happening. Yeah, it's happening. So there's gonna be yeah, a One Punch Justin Man. Justin Lin, the guy who directed like the last five Fast and Furious, Fast and Furious movies, um, which means Vin Diesel is you know. Yeah, I'm he's, not, I he's think they had a pick number out. one to yeah. be. Now he's leaving. Be, uh, he's leaving <laughs> the franchise because of Vin Diesel. Yeah, he hates Vin. He Diesel. He don't like right working now. with his ass anymore. Yeah. Vin Diesel's trying to control. Who it. who could they cast as as Saitama? I feel like it has to be a no. Is like, it going to be an? Well, I it can't be an A-list actor. It has to be a no-name. You think right? he'll be American? I know he's just a lens of Japanese. It has to be a Japanese man. I feel like. I don't know for the humor it. to come across just the right Lin. way. He's probably I, Chinese, but uh, yeah, he might be Chinese. <laughs> well, Jeremy Lin, his last name is Lin. He's Chinese, but uh, I don't know if they'd whitewash it or not, but. Saitama canonically, he's still only like twenty three, right, <laughs> or something. Yeah, he just yeah, bald. He's not super old. So that'd be like a younger actor. I don't know. And it's got to be somebody that's freaking shredded, shredded, you know? yeah, but, but not, not too big, but not buff like The Rock. Yeah, but has comedic timing as well. Would be is going to be. He important. has to look. Good. He's got to look good, bald. Yeah, can't. Like, I've been seeing a lot of people want Ryan Reynolds because <laughs> he's, he's got old. the comedy. I mean, yeah. But he's ripped. He's ripped as shit, and he, he looks good, he looks good bald yeah. as Deadpool. <laughs> I feel like... Yeah, yeah I mean, they could, age him, they could age him up, honestly, and he could maybe work, or like Jake Gyllenhaal, or who knows. Hopefully sh- it turns out good, though. Tom Holland. I, I, I don't have high hopes for it, nor do, for any live action, but it's cool that... It's, I guess it's cool that they're doing it. But it's also just like, fuck, when are we going to get season three? I mean, it's That's got a chance. If it's gonna be, if it's going to be an American live action or if it's going to be like what we see on Netflix sometimes or Japanese or... Fast and Furious sometimes plays out like an anime. Like, you know, deaths don't really matter. 
physics don't well, really they have matter. The stunts they do. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, so I mean, he's got experience. If he just directs it like it's a Fast and Furious movie, like it's probably gonna, it's probably gonna slide right in. Seem pretty normal Nothing to stronger him. Stronger than family. Yeah. Did you say family? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, back on to the news. Uh, 15 years since Naruto anime aired, it's still the most popular anime worldwide. Um, out of all the animes, um, out of 146 countries, Naruto is named most popular anime in 93 of them. Pokemon is most popular anime franchise in 16 countries. So, um, yeah, so Naruto is still number one by according to a big old poll. Uh, it goes Naruto, Pokemon, Demon Slayer, Jujutsu Kaisen, One Piece, Attack on Titan, My Hero, Death Note, Naruto Shippuden, and then Dragon Ball. So Naruto is winning by a pretty good percentage here from this chart I'm saying. So Naruto still number one. And Tokyo Revenger Season 2 reportedly set to release in January 2023. So right Shit. at the new year. Yeah. I'm excited for that. Yeah, so that, that's a good uh Left show us to on watch, a cliffhanger so. last time, too. I know, yeah. I did. Not a lot of animes do that, either. <laughs> yeah. And uh, My Hero Academia Season 6 new trailer confirms October 2022 release. So, end of summer here, when we get My Hero Academia back for Season 6 already. It's crazy. This will be a good Season 2. So, I'm looking forward to this one. And last bit of news here. This is a pretty big one. On June 19th, 1991, Goku transformed into a Super Saiyan for the first time. So I don't know how many, how many years is that? I mean, that's 20, 20 that's uh, years. I was born in 90. Yeah, no, it's, that's 30, it's 30, 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. I was born in 91. <laughs> <laughs> I was born in 91. I fucking yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, so 30 years ago, Goku, that's crazy. He transformed into a Super Saiyan. And we didn't find this out until we were like both twelve years old. I know. Brennan, well, Jordan's ten. Brennan, Jordan, Brennan was probably eight or nine. Well, that shit was probably not. It probably didn't get big in America till ten years after, or five years after it got big in Japan. Yeah. Cause yeah, Super Saiyan. When he went Super Saiyan, I think we were. I was like in fourth grade. Yeah. Colton, you and for were all in, you Dragon Colton Ball Colton was fans. in sixth grade when it happened because I remember he had middle school football practice and we would watch it. And like record the episode, but shit, that was actually oh, yeah. for, so I was that was for the Majin so Buu saga. So it would have yeah, been we a couple buy... years. It would have been a couple years before that, actually. Yeah, we told Dad to buy a blank tape so we could record it. I remember, but uh, not for all you Dragon Ball fans too. Real quick, um, there's a lot of spoilers out right now. If you're pretty heavy into Dragon Ball, um, the movie, um, a lot of big things are happening in it, which it looks really good, and I've seen it some. Sadly, I won't say anything, but. We're going to try to watch it when it comes out. Hopefully, I think it said August release date for U.S., so stay tuned. Keep your eyes off the internet of it if you don't want to see any spoilers, because it's everywhere. They everywhere. The spoilers are always everywhere for, for us uh, us nerds. There's so much going on. Um, Alright, let's get into this episode. Episode 11, titled Kizuna of the Rising of the Shield Hero, Season 2. Alright, here's the episode synopsis. Naofumi's party is overjoyed to be re- reunited with Raftalia. Kizuna criticizes Glass for invading another world. Glass and Lark swear they won't fight Naofumi anymore and instead find a- another way to solve their problem. Meanwhile, Kyo 
Kyo's plot proceeds. Jeez, there was a lot of freaking tongue twisters in that. And that synopsis. All right, so the episode starts with Kizuna gazing up at the moon and the stars, and Philo is showing off the fact that she can fly now. She's like, look at me! Could she not fly when she was a big bird? She could just jump really far? Yeah, she could just run and jump. It's a pretty sweet power. I'd be oh, yeah, happy they about... Can, they can fly a little. You get a run and start. <laughs> yeah, it's probably like a chicken. You can fly for a short distance. Peak yeah, out right. start. You gotta let me fly. Yeah, so she can fly now. Um, Raftalia, everybody's like, Raftalia, we like your, your new drip. And uh, now Fumi's the only one who knows. He's like, that's a Miko outfit. And everybody's like, what? A Miko outfit? What the fuck? I guess that's what it's called in Japan. Um, Raftalia meets Rafchan for the first time. And we learn that there are three days as of right now until the next wave. Uh, we get a glimpse at everybody's levels. Kizuna is still the strongest. Probably of all the heroes, she's the strongest. She could probably beat everyone's ass except for Naofumi's. She's level 112. Naofumi is level 75. Rishia is level 31. And Philo is level 64. And again, the reason we don't get to see Raftalia's level is because now that she is a facile weapon wielder she cannot be in a party now from his party i guess but then okay but then why could therese lark and glass or therese and lark be a part of now from his party when they went to his world the first time and they trained together or were they part of the same party or did they just go train together i mean they probably were i just don't think the the dude who's right i don't think the author was planning on you poking holes in a story like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, sorry about that he's like mind your own damn business that's what <laughs> <laughs> well if anybody has an explanation message us on instagram that anime podcast um kizuna the hunter vassal weapon wielder she says that she was originally summoned as one of the cardinal heroes to defeat the king of monsters the Emperor Dragon, which she already did. She already did, she said? Yeah, she said she beat that thing's ass. Part of Naofumi's armor is made out of it. It's made out of the Emperor Dragon and huh. the Guardian Beast. That part, I guess. That's what, I think that that's what she killed whenever they, they killed that dragon a couple episodes ago that looked what? like Shenron. That was it? I think it was. I could be wrong. That's but I do know that she, that part of Naofumi's uh, armor is made out of the Emperor Dragon skin and Guardian Beast bones. Yeah, I guess I didn't hear the Emperor Dragon skin. So we do know that Kizuna is a cardinal hero, but she was not summoned for any fighting of the waves. If you looked at when they went to the house, this is later on, you could see a picture, but there was a girl that was... There were two. Yeah, there were two you couldn't see. Yeah, freaking glare. Yep. The glare was blocking them. Couldn't see the face or the tatas. Just freaking all blurred out. Sons of bitches. <laughs> Glass, Lark, and Therese, they show up, and we get a little reunion. Um, Find And then out. we go back to, uh, they do the thing where you're like, oh, we're about to get the reunion, but then they go over to Kazuki. Um, he's still being healed by his two spear maidens. Um, he's got a slice going across basically his stomach. He's cut in half from top and bottom. Um, they're healing him. They're like, don't move. Then Kyo shows up and he's like, you sure, you sure fucked that up, man. 
he's like he's mad at him for one trying to take the katana weapon without telling him and then two letting raftalia escape with it and kazuki is an idiot and he starts walking toward kyo to argue with them and then he falls in half yeah and the girls are like dude we told you not to move um yeah his top half literally falls off his bottom half what did you guys think at this point? Were you like chalking him up? He's dead, never coming back. Because I was. Yeah, I was like, oh, this guy's took him out. <laughs> He's fucking gone. I mean, I thought it was kind of different for the show to show him actually die, especially like that way. But I don't yeah, know. you haven't seen much blood, and then they just like a big gore fest there for a second. I they have say to, gore, but you know. But they haven't. They also haven't shown that death means anything yet either. Like I can't think of a character that's died besides some fodder. Against the turtle. Like, nobody with an actual... Host. Yeah, but she's going to come back, probably, too, is the, is the other thing. I know, and I think I think that Kazuki's going to come back, too, unfortunately. That's what I'm saying, like... Yeah, he's for sure coming back as, like, a demonized, like, monstrosity. He's going to have, like, a freaking crab arm and shit. He's in, <laughs> <laughs> he's in the tank getting experimented on right now. Yeah, have some tentacles. Well, he, he he drained those tanks though, and I didn't see him. Like what he used him. That's how he started. Kicked off the dimension wave. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe he use his life force again, or well, either yeah. way, even if he doesn't turn into monstrosity, like next episode when they break in there, he's gonna be like lying on the floor, like naked, like ah, he took my powers. He's gonna be like kill me. You guys have to kill stop me. him. <laughs> it's like yeah. they should have just let the man be sliced in half. Let Raftalia get her first blood. On a human yeah. life. <laughs> Make a first horcrux. Um, Kyo is like, they told you not to move, dumbass. Just thought we should mention that, because he's very disrespectful to this Kazuki dude. I mean, the guy's literally cut in half, and that's what he says to him. Um, then some girl with green hair, which we later learn her name is Yomogi. Um, we've never seen her before, but she asks Kyo what they should do. With the Cardinal Hero, talking about Kizuna, and the Katana Hero from another world, meaning Raftalia. And Kyo says they need to die, but I'm busy with my experiments. So Yomogi says that she'll eliminate them and anyone else that stands in their way. Opening song comes in. I knew, I freaking knew she was going to be a good person. She literally has crosses all over her. Her ribbons are in the shape of a cross. Her bow on her neck is in the yeah, shape of a I cross. I never felt like she was pure evil. It's a classic, like, good good guy gets fooled by a bad guy into thinking that they're a good guy. Yeah. Because they grew up together. Yeah, this, like, episode, no, this, this episode is full of cliches. It was. Um, opening song ends, and the boat, weapon, wielder, the rabbit, what's his name again? Something Thor, right? No. They ain't got Thor in remember. <laughs> no. I don't know like either. Thornton. I don't know either. Thornbolt? It was like Thornbolt or something? No, it was freaking, it was absurd, his name. Yeah, that's a long-ass name. It, er, hmm. What's this dude's name? Eth, ethno, ethno... Ethnobolt? It, there was a bolt in is it. Is it Ethnobolt? I don't know. I feel like Bolt's in it for some reason. Oh, well. I'm not going to find it right now. Well, they they take the boat with Ethno 
Was it Usipal? Usipal? No. No. Don't look. You're, you're going to give fucking spoilers if you're looking shit. <laughs> uh, the boat weapon wielder, Ethno something or other, he teleports everybody back to Sea Coal. And everyone's having a little reunion on the boat. And this is where Glass is hugging the life out of Kizuna. And she's like, please let me go. Yeah. Um, Brennan was right. It's Ethnobolt. Ethnobolt. Nice. Yeah. Good job, Brennan. Um, Kizuna calls Glass, Lark, and Therese out and tells them, basically she's pissed at them for going to Naofumi's world and fighting him as an effort to try and end their waves. They all feel very shameful about this and basically they all agree that they're not going to do that anymore. Which, I feel like they kind of just really quickly brushed that whole thing under the rug. I mean, in season one, they were like the biggest villain. Like Glass was the biggest villain. And now they're just they're yeah we're not gonna fight them anymore. Well, they had that they had that Naruto moment where she was like, now Fumi played devil's advocate and was like, but what if we have to? And then she was like, well, I'll find a different way to stop it without killing anyone. Then I'll keep if I can't find it, then I'll keep looking. <laughs> you remember like whenever Jirai was like, I just haven't figured out what to do about all this hate in the world. And then when Naruto was fighting pain. He was like, I don't know what I'll do, but I won't give up. And then Payne was just like, right. <laughs> he was like, all right, I'll take that answer. So basically you're telling me, <laughs> so basically you're telling me you ain't got a plan, but just to trust you. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, all right, bet. <laughs> That's so freaking true. There was, there were a lot of cliches in this episode. Um, some guy comes up to Lark and he calls him young master. And then he says he has to go. So Lark deuces. And come to find out, Lark is actually the young king of Sequel. So he's royalty. Was oh. not expecting that. The young, what do they call him? The young master? The young master. Um, this is when Kizuna and Naofumi, they decide that they're going to find another way. Other than fighting amongst each other to defeat the waves. They shake hands. Um... So going forward, they're pretty much allies through and through. Not just for now. They're allies. Then we go over to Kyo's lab. And it's about what you would expect it to be. It's in the jungle. It's in a stone building of ruins. Looks like one of Orochimaru's old. Yeah, it just looks like Orochimaru's. There's green glowing tubes with people in them. There's a freaking noose. Did you see the noose? Uh Uh-uh. There was a noose directly behind him. Like, who are you hanging in, in here? He likes to do it to himself every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> Chokes himself. <laughs> Chokes himself until <laughs> he passes out. <laughs> oh, shit. That's funny. Some people get off on that. <laughs> yeah, it's called asphyxiation. <laughs> Autoerotic <laughs> asphyxiation. <laughs> well, to each his own. Um, those two spear girls that where friends of Kazuki are there and they now have an unquenchable thirst for revenge, of course. And they ask Kyo to lend them some power. And he just looks back at them and smiles. So we know either one, he is going to give them power or he was like, okay, jump in one of these green tanks and I'll give you power. And then he just used them for his little dimension wave too. We don't know, but we don't see them again for the rest of the episode. Then we go back to the good guys. They're all in town, and they decided they need some new equipment if they're going to defeat Kyo. 
And so they go over to the blacksmith. Her name is Romina. Romina. And this was a weird part because she was inspecting the katana. She was holding it. She was like, it's dangerous of you to bring the katana in here. Well, what, what the hell? Another hole in the writing. I, mean, I thought that you could, a Vasa weapon wielder could not, that nobody could take their weapon and they can't even put it down. I mean, it's now like Fumi's a cardinal hero weapon wielder, so it could be different. And then his is weird because it's literally, literally attached to him. Like we've never actually seen like the other three heroes like running them. Like he can probably put that thing in its sheath or let somebody hold it for a second, but he can't like completely get rid of it, like out of his sight. You know what I mean? No, but remember in the prison cell, Lark and Glass said that nobody can take their vassal weapons. That's why they were in, in imprisoned with them. I mean, like take them, but yeah, but maybe but if they're within hold them? if they're within range, maybe that. Yeah, I mean, like can, if like, you're willing, I'm sure yeah. you got to have some power. Like, hey, check this bad boy out real quick. You know what I mean? Hmm. Like, I don't, I don't know if it's that. Sh- I never took it as like so strict that it's like nobody can touch it or you'll burn. Yeah. I thought that was weird. But anyways, they're going to get a new sheath for her katana, so she's just not walking around with it, and everybody knows she's, like, carrying a legendary weapon. And then there's an explosion outside, and it's Yomogi, the green-haired girl that rolls with Kyo. She says her name is Yomogi Amaral. But we're just going to call her Yomogi. She says, I've come to kill you for Kyo. And then she says it's cowardly for them to outnumber her. But then Kizuna's like, well, didn't you attack us? Like, what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, I felt like you this, attacked us, and then you. <laughs> this situation had decent. It had potential for some comedic stuff, but I, I don't think they played into it enough. It was there. Yeah, it was set it up did. for him. Like I liked how she was being like, "Oh, what the fuck, y'all are all going to attack me?" Kind of like, <laughs> like it was kind of funny at first. I just don't feel like they lean leaned into. It. I mean, they tried to, but I guess I was expecting a little more laughs out of this situation. Yeah, I mean, they were toying with her, but at the same time. She was pretty strong, and it was basically just because her sword, it was a sword that was given to her by Kyo, and it had an eye on the hilt, and it reminded me of the book that the the Sanderson sisters used in... It looked like Soul Edge. The Halloween movie. From, uh, what's that fighting game Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur. Yeah. Soul Calibur. Well, there's two swords, Soul Edge and Soul Calibur sword. Or Xehanort's Keyblade. Yeah. The Master of Masters, I guess. It's got the eye on it. Um, So the sword, it ends up growing tentacles and attaches itself to Yamogi. And then they end up cutting it off. And they're like, yeah, that sword was going to kill us and kill you. And she's like, no, I won't believe it. And uh, she seems to think that Kyo isn't a bad guy at all. And that all he wants is to achieve his noble goal which is to stop the waves. That's all. And so Kizuna being the reasonable person that she is, and she really doesn't know Kyo at all. She's like, okay, well, let's just talk to her and figure out what's going on here. Maybe she knows a way to stop the waves. This is where her and Naofumi are, they actually have a pretty good little argument screaming match. Naofumi's like yelling like, no, there's no fucking way Kyo is trying to stop the waves. He's hurt people. He's killed hundreds of people from my world. None of it's true. And Kizuna's like, well, we're going to find out. He eventually agrees, and 
Kizuna is left with Yomogi by herself to earn her trust. They go to her house, and she's just going to talk to her about Kyo. This was a, I actually liked this scene because it felt different. We don't, you don't get a lot of just like dialogue in this show. It's usually like very fast moving. This was actually two people sitting down, talking, telling a story, which was pretty cool. Um, Yomogi, she's surprised about the fortress that she's in because she always imagined the foes of Kyo's fortress to look, I guess, evil, but it looks normal. And she says it even reminds her of home where her and Kyo are from. And this is what she says about Kyo. This is uh, the monologue, so I I typed it all out. He was a strange child. He never played with anyone. He wore strange clothes. But when I talked to him, he would tell me all kinds of things about his books, his country, the waves. Kyo showed his genius from an early age. He would look up anything he wanted to know on his own. He knew everything. I took a liking to him and learned many things myself. As I started to learn from him, to hear what he had to say, I started to want to help him. I'm not smart like him, though, so all I could do was be his bodyguard. I know, that, I know more than anybody else what he's like, so I've seen him go far and ignored it. And she talks about how she remembers the look on Naphemi's face when she, he was talking about Kyo, and if he did do something unforgivable, then he needs to atone. And so. This is telling us that, okay, this girl is good. She actually believes that Kyo is doing these things for the right reasons. Um, we go back to town of Sikol. The blacksmith finished everything that Kizuna asked for in one night, including Nathami's new barbarian gear or armor. It's, car- it's called Barbaroi armor now, and it's a plus two, and it's cursed. And the blacksmith said she combined it, with his crystal, with the crystal from the emperor dragon he defeated, and she also used the bones and skin of the emperor dragon and guardian beast to make the armor. So he's stacked now. Yeah. Philo gets some pajamas. They greatly increase her skills. They look ridiculous. Um, and then Kizuna notices all of a sudden that the wave countdown is drastically speeding up. I knew some shit had to happen this episode because episode 11 of 13, I mean, it's got to end. We go over to Kyo and he says, different worlds ruled by different laws shatter their different barriers and manifest its power here. It's finally complete. The wave of calamity, dimension wave. And boom, the wave begins. Everybody that, everybody meaning Yomogi, Kizuna, Lark, Therese, and Glass, they glow yellow and are teleported to where Kyo is. And Yamogi falls to her knees and points, and Kizuna's like, what? And she's like, that's Kyo's lab. He wasn't trying to stop the waves. He was, he was trying to create one. And then Kizuna is like, so this is what Nalfami and the others have been fighting, the waves, because this is her first wave. Yeah. So she's probably shitting her pants a little bit because it does look pretty scary. But my question for you guys is, why did Yomogi, Kizuna, Lark, Therese, and Glass get teleported? Because they're from that world, I would say. That's their world. That's kind of so, what I assume, too. Like, 
Yeah. Someone's got to someone's got to fight that shit. And she can obviously use the dragon hourglasses or whatever their equivalent is you know to how, teleport no, but the, around. But the waves, but the waves showed up where uh, their world, is where Nalfami and them were as well. Like Nalfami, where Nalfami, Raftalia, Rishia, and Fila were, the sky changed too. Well, it's an unnatural wave because remember Kyo made it fast forward like three days in advance or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's just like the wave of all waves. Right, so maybe their cardinal heroes and vassal weapons get transported to where the waves are summoned to, just like Nalfami in their world. Maybe. I don't know. I just thought, I found it was weird. Might just like, be almost good... like Kyo controlled it. Like they don't he want did too it. many. He separated them. They don't want too many people all in the same place at the same battle, you know, like spoilers for like Infinity War, you know, it's like, you know, half the per- heroes are on Titan and the other half are like fighting in Wakanda. You know, it makes it easier to digest all the fighting. Yeah. Keep all those people together. It's going to be a lot. So they've basically teed up for next episode to be war. I mean, the locals are at Kyo's base, so they're going to probably be the yeah. ones to fight Kyo. It sounds like they're going to beat Kyo in these next two episodes. I think it's going to come down to it. I don't know. I don't think he's the final boss, but I think he's going to get... He's going to... If they have a chance of ending the waves, you got Kyo may be the only one that knows. If he can create a wave, he can probably stop them. They'll either learn... They'll either defeat him or they'll learn... Well, I mean, shit, I'll just basically say every option. They could potentially defeat him but learn some invaluable information about the waves or some friends become enemies and enemies become friends and he <laughs> he joins the fight. <laughs> You can't rule that out. You cannot rule it out. No. But I don't think Nafumi would allow it. Yeah, he will. He's an anime character. He'll allow it. <laughs> what are the chances that Rem, Motoyasu, and Itsuki from Nafumi's world show up <laughs> in this wave to help Nafumi fight? Ah, uh, but two episodes left. Slim. They may make. I mean, there was also still mention with two episodes left. We haven't seen the seven star heroes from Nafumi's world. There's still been no nothing of them. Yeah, I think 100. percent They're not. They're definitely not showing up in this world. Maybe back when nah, they they've back. already. That was probably just a seed yeah. for next for the season three. You know, drop a seed like, oh well, if we settle things in this world, for all we know, Nafumi may close the book on this world. They're saved, and then he goes back to his, and it's yeah. just like. All right, I got to figure some shit out here without their help. Yeah, I don't think they'll introduce that many characters in a 13-episode season because that's yeah. a lot of characters they introduced. True. Well, next week's episode is episode 12, and it's titled Reason to Fight. Um, everybody be sure to tune in for that. I'll also have an update on my meeting with Johnny on Bosch at SoonerCon 30 on Friday and Saturday this week. So hopefully it goes well. Everybody wish me luck. But I'm Jordo. Brennan. Colton. We are the Evans Bros. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And as always, have a good night. And peace out.